0: Test, okay, we'll get it going on that one. And then over here, well, we're gonna see if this one works because I'm not in Beijing anymore. I am in Guangzhou. We are in Guangzhou. Trying out a little bit of a different setup as I didn't bring some of my equipment. Daxing Airport, how was it? First impressions of the big city? (laughs) What's it like so far? Where are we staying? What's it uh, smell like in the country? or in the, in the city, and of course, got a few little iPhone hacks for you if you if you need. Folks, it is, what day is it? It's Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. I'm Stephen Sersky, Canadian expat, usually in uh, Beijing, but uh, today and for the next couple of days, I'm in Guangzhou. Uh, so this was sort of a, a planned spur-of-the-moment type of uh, trip that we decided to take. And uh, it was one of these things where we we were talking about it, talking about it. And uh, I guess I finally decided that, yeah, we should go uh, this afternoon. So we uh, booked tickets. We used Fliggy to find some, uh, There were cheaper tickets. Fliggy had other, so we flew with, I think it was China Southern, I think it was, uh, and they were cheaper than Air China. Now, Air China was a little bit more expensive. But we took the late day flight, like mid-afternoon or so, and we got here around 6 o'clock, 6.30 or so. Uh, relatively uneventful flight, you know, the type, the type that you like. Uh, and it was actually, it was quite easy to do. It's very well laid out. Uh, even getting to Dashing, we flew to Dashing Airport, which is uh, uh, in the southern part of uh, Beijing. Uh, and that took the longest time to get there. I mean, it, was, it took like an hour... Hour and a half to get there, uh, and we ended up getting rushed because even though we left what we thought was enough time uh, getting there and going through security, it just was sort of a little bit more mafana than we then we wanted it to be like, and so as a result, we had to. Uh, Well, yeah, we were just a little bit rushed and that was sort of the uh, there's nothing too much we could do about that. Uh, But we did get through. And (laughs) of all things, the uh, the uh, airline did call my girlfriend. They're like, where are you guys? We're about to close the gate. And we're like, yeah, we're on one of the escalators because it wasn't to get to the gate. It was on the opposite side of the airport. Um, I mean, it could have been any other gate. It would have been better and easier, but we just happened to be on the one that's going to Guangzhou. That was literally situated at the other side of the airport where we had to go through security. We didn't have to run or anything like that. So we we did have time, but uh, the fact that they called us uh, to uh, ask where we were, you know, we were were cutting it pretty close. Flight was, I would say, just more than half full, three quarters possibly. Uh, It was nice we had actually an extra seat uh in our row but we also like there's a, quite a few rows that had uh, people like empty seats so it wasn't a it wasn't crowded which was very nice it's kind of you never know sometimes with these uh flights in china uh there could be a lot of people and sometimes uh as i've realized that the um uh what do you call them? the booking f- sites aren't always accurate in how many people are actually going to be on that flight because sometimes they won't allow you to sit in certain places. And I wonder, like, if it's assigned seating, uh, I wonder if maybe they do sort of an automatic, uh, what would you call it? Not seat, di- well, seat distribution, of course, but like weight distribution in the airplane just to make things, uh, I guess, more balanced and they can uh, consume less fuel or more efficiently and stuff like that. Not entirely sure, but uh, uh, I just, that that came to mind when I was looking at how uh, the seat selection was uh, available. Seat selection was available given how many empty seats there were in that uh, or on that flight. So other than that, uh, food was of course decent. I mean (laughs) I had the 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 pork and uh, uh, rice uh, which was decent. I mean nothing to complain about. The only thing I had an issue with was uh, at the end of the flight when we were coming into Guangzhou uh, they requested that we put the the lamp that the shades up, like the the window shades, and it just so happened that we were right at the spot where the sun was coming right into my eyes, and I'm saying, "Lady, I really appreciate not ha- being blinded, uh, especially since I'd just woken up." But you know, the sun was literally coming right through the window, and she's like, "Well, no, you have to open up the uh, the window." So we uh, we uh, we uh, danced a little bit around that one for a while. I mean, I understand that's a safety procedure. And, I was kind of wondering, you know, uh, if they could they report someone for doing that? If they don't, if they sort of say the sun's coming into my eyes, I refuse to open the window shade as much as you want me to. Is that interfering with uh, the procedures of uh, flight staff? Is it because they give you that warning at the uh, the beginning of the flight? Right. Uh, but anyway, it uh, the, the flight was all uh, pretty good and um, nice and nice and easy, nice and gentle. Carry on only. Uh, that was the point. We both took only one suitcase with us, and as a result, uh, I have stripped down, or uh, uh, but yeah, just stripped down my my setup here. So currently, I am using my iPhone to record uh, the video, but I don't have a microphone going into it, uh, and instead, my DJI microphone is plugged into Logic uh, or into my MacBook that is uh, recording with logic now I've never done this before I hope it works I hope it does the whole thing so if the audio changes or if I uh, make some sort of noise and go oh shoot or something then you'll know that um, one audio has clunked out but as it is I mean we're a couple five minutes six minutes in already and it seems to be uh, working well so far Uh, I did a little bit of a test earlier and I already see that the waveforms aren't as large as they should be so I might have to boost the gain just a little bit. But this is this is sort of the 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 setup that I've had that I've envisioned for a while. The only problem with using the iPhone to um, uh, record the video is that it takes up a lot of room and if I don't clear them off then it can become an issue. Now if you have an iPhone and are struggling to airdrop or move a lot of photos and videos from your iPhone to not just your computer, but to a designated storage device, such as an attached SSD, uh, like an SSD um, uh, hard drive, you can attach or connect your iPhone to your computer using the cable. So if it's lightning or USB connection, whatever, open up a program called image capture, and then select your iPhone. Your iPhone will show up as a, a capture device on your computer using the program image capture and you can select all the photos and download them to whatever folder you want, including external drives. So you have to set that, of course, uh, set the destination folder, but you can do that uh, for sure. The other little thing that I have um, recently come across is a little automator program that will rename the files and the videos or the the files specifically uh, by date and by time while keeping the original file name like img67788 or whatever it is, 6688. And it's a good luck number, a good lucky number here in China. Uh, but you can, I, I have that automated program. Uh, I will uh, post a screenshot for, uh, for you guys. I think if I can, I'd put it with the show notes of this episode. I actually got this from, uh what is her name Katie Stecky. She's a uh, social media lady on YouTube and was watching one of her program one of her videos and she uh, posted up this automator program. So uh, thank you to her for finding this because uh, this this is a fantastic uh, little automator program that uh, an automator is this uh, automation program this program on the Mac that you can pro create little programs, little snippets, little bits of code that will do things automatically, like, uh, like hotkeys and stuff like that. I've talked about it before. Uh, I've also talked about Keyboard Maestro, but uh, if the automator is the free version, it ships with all the uh, the Mac uh, products or Mac OS products, like uh, your MacBooks and stuff like that. So I'll put that up on the show notes uh, for you guys to have a look at the one that I have uh, going for me. Uh, so first impressions of Guangzhou. How is it? Well, um, big. It's warm. Uh, people said it was, you know, it's winter. It's going to be cool. You know, bring some long sleeve shirts. Uh, I guess so. Uh, I think I, I only brought one, which I probably should have because I what I did, what I, what I ended up doing, I figured the layered approach would be the best. And as a result, I brought a bunch of undershirts. I brought three or four t-shirts. Then I brought one long sleeve shirt that I got from decathlon. So it's like meant for winter running and that is too much. Like I'm sweating pretty much all the time. And then I also, I'm also wearing cargo pants. I don't know if you could get away with wearing shorts here. Maybe if you were a bit bigger, you could, I don't think I could, I think I'd get cold. uh, And, but it's not freezing. Like it's, it's not like Beijing. It's certainly warmer than Beijing. Um, And given that when we go inside, I guess, the biggest difference yeah like i'm sitting in the apartment right now there's no heat i guess that's the big difference is that here in, in beijing or there in beijing uh you would uh like at now the the heating would get turned on a little higher and so the uh the room would be warm whereas here it's not and i i'm okay with it so far uh girlfriend says she's a little bit cold uh which i guess is sort of makes sense uh given that i mean I'm, I'm usually moving around we'll see how it is over uh, throughout the night whether or not it's like one of these you know it, you're cool and then you're sweating and then you're cold because you're sweating and you're trying not to and yeah so i don't know how it's going to work overall guangzhou temperature uh, when people say it's a damp cool uh, uh winter I, I see what they mean but i'm still warm <laughs> So, oh, just keep that in mind. If you come from a Western country where you know cold is actually like proper minus fifteen on a regular basis uh, throughout the winter months, or minus twenty, even minus five, uh, Guangzhou will be warm for you in the in the winter. Uh, same air uh, flying in over the city, you could sort of see that uh, the air was the same tinge of gray uh, as Beijing was when we departed this morning. Or sorry, this afternoon Uh, it was still daylight, so I sort of thought it was morning, but it wasn't. Uh, But uh, coming into Guangzhou, I noticed that it doesn't smell as much like pollution as it does in Beijing. Like Beijing, when the pollution comes in, you can usually smell it. But Guangzhou, maybe it's I don't know. I don't know what type of pollution they do here. I know uh, was it Dongguan is nearby, so that's the big manufacturing hub. For a lot of the, um, the big overseas companies that want to get stuff done cheaply here in China, uh, that's, that's sort of where a lot of manufacturing bases and factories are. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the only uh, cause of the smog. There's probably lots of other, Like Guangzhou in general or Guangdong province in general is heavy on manufacturing. And so there's a, a lot of, of that, of those emissions in the air. But I'm not sure if there's more to it than that. So overall, I mean, it doesn't smell too bad, but you can see it. And the air is a little bit thicker than in Beijing. Of course, it also smells uh, like on the on the subway. You could sort of tell on the subway the air was damper. And as a result, you kind of well, I had the impression that it sort of felt a little bit cleaner than Beijing's subway air. But I'm not sure that's entirely true or entirely accurate, I'll tell you. I did wear a mask on the airplane. I did wear a mask on the subway in Beijing. And I I think I finally took the mask off here in Guangzhou. I can't remember if I wore it on the subway. But uh, just having enough experience taking these uh, public transports uh, through in Beijing, I didn't want to risk it and be sick like tomorrow or on Friday. And so I just figured, yeah, I'll just wear the mask. I mean, lots of other people were ma- masking up and everything. Not always for COVID. I mean, I guess some of it was. But the, no one else was wearing, like I, uh, like I, I wear a cloth mask because it just fits my face better than the uh, the surgical masks that a lot of people wear. The surgical masks, it's hard to find a, a decent-sized one that will actually stay on my, uh, my face uh, in the, uh, like, as I'm moving around sort of thing, rather than just sitting in one spot. Lots of people. <laughs> this was a bit of a, uh, uh, a funny surprise to experience. We So we had to change at uh, Tu Silu, uh, which is like uh, your, I guess that's the Sports West Road or something, the Sports Center West Road. And this is a massive interchange. It was like, imagine... It's Beijing's Guomao. Basically, that's what it comes down to. Uh, but double that. It, it almost seemed like it was worse than Beijing, if possibly because Beijing's subway is a little bit more spread out. Okay, if I can say that, even at Guomao, uh, like the older parts of Guomao, it, it's still a very wide, very very large subway system and like the subway platforms themselves you're not very uh, packed in. Now, uh, TUC Lu is big, like it should be decent. I mean, it looks like a typical uh, subway station that you'd find in any other part of China, but uh, that interchange, what happens? So, uh, and this, this does not happen in Beijing, where a train will have its termination point at some point in the middle of the line. So it might start off at the airport, but then halfway through the line, it's, it's at its terminal station. And then you have to go change trains. You have to go catch another one that continues on. I don't know why they do this. If someone could explain this to me, I, I I'd, I'd appreciate the explanation. Uh, but um, this is what happens at TUCU. So as a result, you have people who are rushing to get off the train from one train and move over to be on a good spot on another train that is coming through with people already on it. So it's basically because we just, we, we got on the, the wrong destination train. We, we went to the short uh, destination. We didn't go to the full length uh, destination train, if that makes sense. Uh, the other thing that uh, was a bit of an issue uh, is it with, with this interchange where this like this termination station station is in the middle of the line is that you have to choose which side you get off on of the subway if you go left you could go in this direction and if you go right then you're going in the opposite direction and that's not what you want to happen so we have to make sure that we have the direction correct uh, in the uh, when we were actually disembarking from the subway that we took from the airport we did manage to do it so we did we didn't screw that one up that's uh, good enough uh, but uh, that was sort of all part of fun I mean and with this like Guangzhou it's the same thing I don't know if they like people doing this but as a foreigner I was like there's only really one way that I know how to do with this and just charge just go get you you don't have to put your elbows up you don't have to put your shoulders into it you just have to walk with like a bit more of authority and it helps having a bag behind you because that gives you a little bit extra weight and this is not like this. I don't think this is reserved for foreigners at all. To tell you the truth, I think a lot of people who've dealt with this sort of stuff. I, I guess the difference between like me and someone else who's going through that interchange is that they might actually know about it. I didn't. I was like, oh my god. I, I don't take the subway in Beijing very much anymore, like if ever. So I I, I avoid it as much as I can because uh, I don't want to deal with these crowds. All that being said. Alipay, WeChat, phone numbers, cellular data. Um, The only other thing we had to use, I used Alipay to scan the QR code for the Metro to pay for my ticket. Gone are the days of lining up for fapyows or for tickets and stuff like that. It's all done through Alipay and WeChat. Uh, It's a nationwide sort of uh, deployment. My cellular data doesn't charge me extra. My phone number doesn't get charged extra for roaming or anything like that. So, if there's anything that China is doing right in that regard, it's those things where it's nationalizing and making available nationally and nationwide these different services. So, uh, and I've also seen that uh, there are, uh, what do you call them? Uh, not Alipay bikes, the other one. Hello bikes. Yeah, hello, hello, denture. Uh, that hello bikes that are, which is owned by Alipay, that are outside. Now, I'm not sure if we are going to be able to. Uh, ride bikes we probably should because it just get us around a little bit easier a little bit faster rather than depending on walking uh, but the problem with uh, riding bikes in a city that you don't know you just get lost a little bit faster and you got to be careful sometimes when you are uh, now luckily Beijing or and China uh, Guangzhou I think has a decent bike riding system and a, like a, a bike lane for people to use the bikes because it is a, me- a method of uh, commu- commuting uh, for uh, the workers, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with Guangzhou traffic. Uh, already, it seems I would say it's aggressive, but uh, that's just having crossed a few streets here and there and everything. Maybe I'm not paying attention as much as I should. So uh, we'll see how that develops over time. Uh, overall, we uh, we are staying in this apartment. Um, this uh, it's like what it's like the Airbnb version of apartments though. So it's like a private uh, apartment that, how do I put this? Or is it like someone built or someone bought the apartment block and then rents individual apartments through different uh, agencies? We found this one using uh, Fliggy. We, I say my girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend found this one using uh, Fliggy uh, and she just searched, I can't remember the search terms exactly, but I tried Hostel World and only three hostels showed up in Guangzhou, I'm going, that doesn't look right. I mean, it's a city of several millions of people. There's got to be something more going on. And as I think that this is something that's uh, probably more common in China than a lot of us would sort of suspect. So it's cheap. It's like 200, 250 kwai for uh, a night. Um, And it's like an apartment. We have a fridge. We have, uh, we can cook here. Uh, We have like a little hot plate. We have a washing machine that can do drying as well. I mean, this is yeah. No, it's all pretty Wi-Fi. You name. We got a microwave as well. So uh, and and hot hot water, like hotter than Beijing hot water. cheese hot water. So you gotta be a little bit careful. The only thing is, they do have liquid soap, so I had to go out and buy some other uh, soap which cost me more than I wanted it to spend, but that's just because I went to the wrong store, the different story. So. But overall, uh, very nice place. Oh, we even have plants. Yes, we have two little plants in the uh, the corner that are standing up and looking at us. So we were, the only question we had about the apartment is, where's the camera? Because <laughs> uh, you've heard, you've probably seen these uh, videos before, uh, you know, or have heard the stories anyway, like Airbnb and other sorts of um, uh, apartment rentals where, unsavory individuals are putting cameras at different parts of the, of the room and they uh, post the video. And I was sort of wondering, well, why would they put it in the room? Why'd they just put it in the shower? Like, wouldn't that sort of be like your, ah, I gotcha. That's the one that you could sell the most. I have no idea. I don't do this. All I'm saying is that it's one of those things that if you're going to do something bad, then there's, you know, do something bad. Uh, not that I'm encouraging that at all. We looked around. We tried to find some uh, hidden lenses or anything like that. We couldn't find anything, so uh, we think that it's all on the good. Uh, hopefully, no one is watching. I mean, what's it? it, it would it be bad? I guess yeah. Because then they'd be like, cause "When would?" I guess my question would be like, "When would I find out about it?" <laughs> like, and I certainly don't want my girlfriend to be in that situation. But like, but for me as a foreigner with a massive beard, I mean like to think that that would hold some weight in the uh, you know the, in that sort of world right not that I'm encouraging people to take these pictures I've had a lot of people take pictures of me all the time and even those streets here uh, people are looking at me they actually do the side glance they they look at me they look over to my girlfriend then they look back at me so it, it happens here uh, not just in Beijing but it also happens here in Guangzhou where people are kind of looking a little bit like WTF is going on with that guy. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, Thanks very much for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks are available up on my website, stevenskerski.com. And if you're wondering, yes, I am continuing on with this December drumming. Uh, That's up at uh, music.bandcamp.com. I was going to do like a a found sound percussion track today based on all of the uh, sounds that I accumulated throughout the day in my travels. Uh, But we'll see if that one works. If it doesn't work, then, I might just have to go to one of my backup tracks and use that for a little bit, but that continues as well. All right, folks, thanks again for watching, or thanks again for listening, and I appreciate it. We'll do this again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.